Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Injured are doing now. I'm Stetson Miller. Members of a citizen's group say Montgomery County needs more oversight of the Gaithersburg Air Park. I'm Kate Ryan. The woman accused of shooting her former cop husband cuts a deal. This is Kyle Cooper. WTOP at 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Steve Futterman in Los Angeles. 19-year-old Peyton Gendron charged with killing 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket earlier this year today entered pleas of guilty. His attorney, Brian Parker. Though the federal case continues, his actions today ensure that there will be no state court trial and he will not appeal. The pleas carry a mandatory sentence of life in prison with no chance of parole. Mark Talley lost his mother in the killings. At the end of the day, do I feel that this will cause change in society. They say America's national pastime is baseball. The truth is racism is America's national pastime. Charges have been filed against Connecticut police officers for their role in transporting a man arrested on weapons charges. CBS's Steve Dorsey. State prosecutors have charged the five New Haven police officers with reckless endangerment and cruelty. It comes after 36-year-old Randy Cox was injured in the back of a police van when the driver braked hard, apparently to avoid a collision, according to police. Cox pleaded for help, saying he couldn't move, but officers accused him of faking his injuries and dragged him by his feet to a holding cell. Today is Cyber Monday. More than 60 million Americans are expected to buy something online. CBS's Jared Hill. Amazon and other retailers have been working to attract holiday customers well before today, offering deals since October. That may lead one to wonder if Cyber Monday is still an event. Eric Matisoff from Adobe Analytics says the short answer is yes. The National Retail Federation predicts nearly 64 million Americans to do some shopping today. The fact that Cyber Monday is a big deal is because it's been ingrained into the culture. Folks expect to have big discounts on that day. Jared Hill, CBS News, New York. There is more fallout from bird flu that's impacting the nation's chicken and egg supplies. CBS's Jim Crisula. Agriculture officials in Nebraska say nearly 2 million more chickens must be killed after bird flu was found on a farm in the northeastern part of the state. It's it's the latest a sign that the outbreak continues to spread. It's already caused the slaughter of more than 50 million chickens nationwide. At the White House today, First Lady Jill Biden unveiling special Christmas trees that are part of the White House holiday display. The Gold Star trees honor and remember those who laid down their lives for our country and the families who carry on their legacies. At the World Cup today, a brief disruption during the Portugal-Uruguay match. A protester ran onto the pitch Waving a large rainbow flag, the host country Qatar has come under attack for its lack of gay rights. On Wall Street, the markets closed down, the Dow off more than 500 points. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good afternoon. It is 4.03 and we're very glad you're with us on this cloudy Monday, November the 28th, 53 degrees. Hey, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top story this hour, investors are on edge as we start this new week and Wall Street took a tumble. Let's get closing numbers and maybe the reason for the dip. Let's go live to WTOP's Jeff Claybaugh. 
Sean, Wall Street, Wall Street followed other world markets into a steep sell-off today, largely on concerns about COVID tensions in China. On top of that, Federal Reserve policymakers and speeches today pushing back on the notion of an end to rate hikes anytime soon. By the closing bell, these numbers still shaking out. The Dow was down 497 points, a little less than 1.5%. The S&P 500 index lost 62. The Nasdaq down 177 those were more than one and a half percent losses. Sean Hillary. All righty. Thank you, Jeff. It's 404. It's one of the most eerie sights around here in a while. A small plane flies into an electrical tower in Gaithersburg and gets stuck in the wires. This afternoon, we're learning more about the crash into those power lines that left two people stranded for about seven hours last night and early today. WTOP Stetson Miller has this updates on those aboard and how crews finally got them down. Montgomery County Fire Chief Scott Goldstein said on Monday afternoon that the pilot and passenger hurt in the crash are now doing better. We have two people that we transported to a local trauma center. Both of those folks, the condition has improved. One is still in the hospital. They were rescued just before 1 a.m. on Monday. About three hours later, crews removed the plane from the power lines. They stabilized the plane by the crane, then segmented the plane and the engine from as two pieces, lowered the plane to the ground. The plane remains on scene and will be inspected by the NTSB. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. People living near the crash site have been concerned about airport airport noise and safety and now say it's time for more oversight of that air park. WTOP's Kate Ryan has that part of the story. Citizens for Air Park Safety say on their Facebook page they want the Montgomery County Council to do more in terms of oversight. But in a Monday briefing, County Council Vice President Evan Glass explained. It is the revenue authority that's responsible for the maintenance and operation of the air park and all its other facilities. That's the Montgomery County Revenue Authority. And CEO Keith Miller explains... The authority's responsibilities include the runways, lighting and clearances, things of that nature. When planes are operating in the air, they are under the jurisdiction of the FAA. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. She confronted her former husband about sexually abusing kids. Now a local woman is cutting a deal on charges connected to shooting him. As WTOP's Kyle Cooper reports, the woman's husband used to be a police officer. Pleading guilty to aggravated assault and carrying a pistol without a license is 50-year-old Chantiri Weems. Last summer, she was told her husband was sexually abusing kids at her daycare. She confronted him in a D.C. hotel room, shooting him in the leg. Her husband, James Weems, a former Baltimore cop who was working as a security guard at the posh Mandarin Oriental Hotel in Southwest, is facing 30 counts connected to the sexual assault of several kids. Under the plea deal, Shantiri Weems would get two years in prison. Sentencing is set for February. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. After traffic and weather, rare protests have broken out all across China as people vent their frustration over that nation's zero COVID policy. But is this also about a major fight over democracy? We will talk to an Asia expert about what's going on in just a few. It's 407. Happy holidays, babe. What? We agreed no buying presents this year. Yeah, that's why I made you something. Oh. A holiday sweater. Try it on. The neck's a little tight. Wow. You look, uh... Itchy? Do I look itchy? I mean, you're breaking out a little. I'm sorry. I gotta take it off. It's too narrow. I'm stuck in the neck chimney. 
Itching for the perfect gift? Gift a little excitement with holiday scratchers like holiday cash drop and festive riches from the Virginia Lottery. Please gift responsibly. There are better ways to spend your time than shopping for Medicare. With enrollment ending December 7th, let Health Markets find your plan. Visit shop.healthmarkets.com. Health Markets Insurance Agency, Inc. is licensed as an insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service and product availability varies by state. Sales agents may be compensated based on a consumer's enrollment in a health plan. No obligation to enroll. Information provided is limited to plans offered in your area. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information provided is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. Thanks for driving along with us at 408. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine's in the traffic center. In Virginia, you're in heavy traffic. If you're driving southbound on 95 between Fairfax County Parkway and Route 123 and on and off the brakes from Quantico into Fredericksburg. But stay with the interstate. Stay with 95. Route 1 in Stafford County is closed at a point just north of Centerport Parkway and well south of Stafford Courthouse. Near Potomac Creek, there's a heavy police response and a medevac helicopter will be landing on or near Route 1 in a matter of minutes. In uh, Fairfax County, traffic on 66, westbound briefly delayed near 123 and Route 28 Centerville. On the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia, Monday delays are tolerable. Overall, less traffic around the region today, Monday after Thanksgiving. Doing some uh, road work in Great Falls on Georgetown Pike and just east of Springvale Road, alternating traffic slowly. In Maryland, 270 is fine. Uh, brief delay heading into Frederick on 15. 95 southbound will be slowest uh, near 101. 175 Baltimore Washington Parkway typical congestion route 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge fine and in the DC uh, area in the district itself freeway traffic is uh, very much tolerable heavy on 395 near the wharf and DC 295 northbound near Pennsylvania Avenue Southeast if you're looking for a safe used car Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars trucks and SUVs next to a new car Fitzway used cars best visit fitzmall.com today Dave Dildine WTOP traffic let's go to storm team 4 get the latest on that forecast from Amelia Draper. After high temperatures today in the 50s throughout the evening hours, expect temperatures mainly in the 40s with overnight lows in the 30s in the suburbs and around 40 here in Washington with partly cloudy skies. For tomorrow, mix of clouds and sun with more clouds around later than today. Lighter winds, but also a little bit cooler. Highs tomorrow in the upper 40s to low 50s. Our average high now 53 degrees, so a seasonable late November day. For your Tuesday, on Wednesday, we'll have showers at times, especially through the early afternoon hours, and windy as well, gusts up to 40 miles an hour. Otherwise cloudy with temperatures in the 50s to 60. Blustery and cold on Thursday with highs in the 40s and wind chills in the 20s and 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. So right now we've got 53 degrees in Roslyn, 53 degrees at Farragut Square, and 52 degrees in Laurel brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 411 on WTOP. From Shanghai to Beijing, protests have erupted all across China. This kind of dissent against the ruling Communist Party is rare. It has been sparked in part by anger over the country's zero-COVID policy. And as numbers increased at demonstrations in major cities over the weekend, so too has the number of complaints. Some people call for greater democracy and freedom. Joining us live, author and Asia expert Gordon Chang, whose books include... The Coming Collapse of China and the Great U.S.-China Tech War. Hey, Gordon, thanks so much for being back with us. 
Well, thank you so much, Hillary. Can you talk about these protests which seem to be escalating and don't show any signs of, uh, of, of slowing down? Uh, this is extraordinary um, because these protests across China took place without coordination, without leadership. They spontaneously occurred because people across China are sick and tired of the Communist Party. You know, the party is very good at coercing people, imprisoning them, intimidating them. But uh, when something like this occurs, and this was the fire on Thursday in Urumuchi in northwestern China, it just triggered people's emotions, especially because children were killed unnecessarily. I mean, this was because uh, fire trucks, firefighters couldn't get to the building because of COVID uh, barricades on the roads. Some are comparing these uh, nationwide protests to what happened in Tiananmen Square back in 1989. Is this similar or is this maybe just a flare up that might go away in a couple of days? Well, this is a flare-up that could go away, but it is a flare-up that will come back. It'll flare over something else. Um, and in sense, they're very different than what happened in 1989. In 1989, although the protests were larger, it was Beijing and 370 other cities, people were not protesting the Communist Party rule. All they wanted were hardliners to get out of the way so that there could be some reform in the party. Now people are saying, we don't want the party at all. We want Xi Jinping to step down. We want to overthrow the party. So this is revolutionary now. And we're going to have to see where this goes. But it looks like China, for this very reason, is going to be unstable for quite some time. Is she in trouble? I think so. You know, last month, when he cemented his control over the Communist Party, people were saying, well, he, he's a dictator for life. Well, Maybe, but it might be quite a short life um, because the Communist Party has, uh, as she has gained control over the party and cemented it, the party has been losing control of Chinese society. And this was evident at the end of last month with those protests at the iPhone factory in Zhengzhou in the central part of the country. Those were also extraordinary in different ways, but they were extraordinary. And those protests at uh, the iPhone plant have continued up until about last week or so. Gordon, good to talk to you again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Mm -hmm. Gordon Chang, author, Asia expert, his, among his books, The Coming Collapse of China and The Great U.S.-China Tech War. Keep it here on WTOP. There's excitement in Ashburn again because the commanders do it. It's 414. Attention passengers, this is your pilot speaking. Looks like we're going to have to land immediately. And hurry to the Xfinity Black Friday sales. Uh, folks, we've got clear skies and lots of binge watching ahead. Stream your heart out when you get the ultimate streamer set up. We'll be cruising in so new Xfinity customers can get 400 megabit internet for just $30 a month for 24 months with a one-year contract, unlimited data, and a free 4K streaming box included. Plus, for a limited time, get HBO Max included for one year. So uh, sit back and relax with internet made for streaming and access to classic favorites. Flight attendants, prepare for binge-watching. Drop everything and get to the Xfinity Black Friday sale now through December 5th. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Equipment taxes and fees extra. Add supported plan of HBO Max after promo regular rates apply. 
D.C. Sports Huddle listeners want to put your pro football picking skills to the test? Visit MGM National Harbor to play Beat the Book at any of our BetMGM kiosks. Get more picks correct than our book, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Each week, visit between Tuesdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. to participate in this free-to-play game. And if you're searching for a great game-watching destination, check out Tap Sports Bar for music, food, and drink specials every Sunday. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 4-15, we've got Dave Preston on the Commanders. And at 7 and 5, they have their best record after 12 games since 2008. Jim Zorn was the head coach back then. Coach Ron Rivera's team is 5-2 and two in one possession games so far this season. I mean, we had a chance to beat Tennessee, and we didn't. I wanted to throw up after that. We, we could have beat Minnesota by stomach turn. It's just that's close. I mean, those are two games that, you know, you sit there and say, God, you win those two, and now look at where you are. You know, but I know it's, it's what ifs and what's. But that's why, you know, I said yesterday I, I never wavered because I just felt that. I really did. You know, fortunate enough for us, it did turn. Next up, two games against the New York Giants over a three-week span. Monday Night Football has Indianapolis hosting Pittsburgh. For all the thrills, chills, and spills of Week 12, check out Rob Woodfork's NFL recap on the sports page at WTOP.com. NBA Wizards beat Minnesota this evening. Timberwolves have dropped two straight, but the Wiz have lost three in a row. 7 o'clock start on 1500 AM. Men's College Basketball's new top 25 as Houston number 1, Virginia third. Maryland number 22, Virginia Tech also receiving votes. World Cup Soccer, Portugal blanks Uruguay. Brazil shuts out Switzerland 1-0, Ghana over South Korea 3-2, Cameroon and Serbia tied. Team USA plays Iran tomorrow at 2 p.m. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Dave. One of the top stories we are following for you on WTOP. One of two people saved from a dangling plane that crashed into some Gaithersburg power lines is still in the hospital. The other was released. Goshen Road, which has been closed since last night, is expected to open by this evening. The white gunman accused of killing 10 black people in a Buffalo supermarket earlier this year pleaded guilty to murder and hate crime charges today. The 19-year-old's guilty plea in the racist mass shooting means he will spend the rest of his life in jail. The lame duck session of Congress back in session today. Democrats hope to pass a government funding bill, finish work on a bill codifying same-sex marriage, and pass a ban on assault-style weapons, among other things. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in minutes. Five Connecticut police officers are charged with misdemeanors today over their treatment of a black man after he was paralyzed from the chest down in the back of a police van. 36-year-old Randy Cox was being driven to a New Haven police station June 19th when the driver hit the brakes hard, apparently to avoid a collision, causing Cox to fly headfirst into the wall of the van. An investigation shows as Cox pleaded for help, saying he couldn't move. Some officers apparently mocked him, accusing him of being drunk and faking his injuries. Then the officers dragged him by his feet from the van, placing him in a holding cell. The case has drawn outrage from civil rights advocates like the NAACP, along with comparisons to the Freddie Gray case in Baltimore. Up ahead in Money News. The Dow lost 498 points. Amazon falls from first to fourth. I'm Jeff Clayball. 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Here's Dave. In Virginia on Interstate 95, southbound traffic slow from Newington to Woodbridge and Quantico to Stafford County. But in Stafford County, 
Um, stay with I-95. Do not bail on Route 1. Route 1 is closed by a large police response at points between Centerport Parkway and American Legion Road. It's near Potomac Creek, and it's closed for the landing of a medevac helicopter, Route 1. 66, no drama, westbound brief delays in Centerville. Outer loop traffic a little heavy near Gallows Road. A little slower from Telegraph Road to the Wilson Bridge. Interloop on the brakes from the Dulles Toll Road to the American Legion Bridge. And in Montgomery County, around from 355 toward Georgia Avenue. It's low on both loops through College Park and Greenbelt and through Landover as well. Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Heavy as normal, northbound into Laurel and southbound, actually both ways near Fort Meade. 95 southbound traffic is uh, slower this afternoon through Howard County. Northbound brief volume delays Beltway to Beltway. 270 quiet between Rockville and Frederick. Just a little heavy uh, moving north onto 15 through Frederick. And Goshen Road in Montgomery Village at Lash Port still closed for the utility work under yesterday's plane crash. Goshen Road closed between Rothbury Drive and Bramble Bush Drive. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Oh, on to Storm Team 4. We've got Amelia Draper with us as we start off the week with some clouds. So what else do you have for us this week, Amelia? Well, I do have some rain in the forecast on Wednesday. We're not talking about a lot, but expect showers at times for the morning, midday, and early afternoon hours, especially with stronger winds out there on Wednesday, gusting up to 40 miles an hour. Until then, fairly quiet weather tonight and tomorrow. Lows tonight falling into the 30s to near 40 here in Washington, and temperatures tomorrow around 50 with a mix of clouds and sun. More clouds out there later in the day. Highs Wednesday near 60. Currently temperatures across the region. College Park at 50, 52 in Fort Belvoir and 49 in Gaithersburg. Thanks, Amelia. Brought to you by New Lacombe Design, the roofing experts. Visit com. How much were we traveling over the holiday weekend? We'll talk about it next. 421. There's an economic calamity coming down the tracks that will negatively impact every U.S. household unless Congress acts now to stop the rail strike. We talked with Chris John, president and CEO of the American Chemistry Council, and here's what he had to say about what's at stake for the U.S. economy. What folks need to know is that a strike would have an immediate impact on almost everyone. A strike would make it difficult to get products we rely on every day, spike inflation, and lead to a recession. We estimate a one-month strike would trigger the loss of 700,000 jobs and drain $160 billion out of the economy. Americans don't need to be hit by another crisis. Congress must act on bipartisan legislation. Congress must step in before the strike occurs. That's why the American Chemistry Council, along with hundreds of other groups, are calling on policymakers in Washington to stop the rail strike now. Tomorrow may be too late. Paid for by the American Chemistry Council. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at anova.org slash heartbeat. This is WTOP News. 422. A Virginia man accused of a California triple killing on Friday turns out to be a one-time sheriff's deputy and former Virginia State Trooper. Riverside, California police say 28-year-old Austin Lee Edwards made a cross-country trip to meet a teenage girl he'd met online, and they believe he catfished her, which means he created a false identity. When Edwards got to her house, he's accused of killing the family and abducting her. 
Sheriff's deputies caught up with Edwards and shot him to death. Police believe the North Chesterfield, Virginia man also set the girl's house on fire. An area dealership started the day down for luxury cars. But the BMWs and Benzes were not sold. Police say they were stolen early this morning. With what appears to be a crowbar, the mask thieves bust through a window at Universal Auto Group in Silver Spring. And once in, police say they head straight for the keys. In security video, they're seen trying the key fobs they got on different cars, then driving off in four that lit up. Those cars include a 2017 Mercedes-Benz GLS, a gold 2019 Mercedes-Benz GLC, a white 2019 Mercedes-Benz S450, and a white 2019 BMW X3. They have the keys to other cars as well. See video of the break-in and the cars being taken at WTOP.com. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. So did you pass through airport security over the Thanksgiving holiday? TSA says more than 2.5 million people went through yesterday, the highest number of passengers in a single day since before the start of the pandemic. On Black Friday, numbers also topped 2019 with nearly 2 million people getting screened. The numbers weren't quite as high on Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend. More than 2 million passengers were screened. That was down slightly from pre-pandemic numbers in 2019. Hey, how is your back feeling? Apparently, the holidays are prime time for issues that can lead to problems. Yes, everyone's pressed for time, but a couple of these adjustments only take uh, an added few seconds. Dr. Yash Mehta of the Virginia Spine Institute. If you're bending and twisting, whether it be putting up lights, taking down a heavy object, putting something heavy in the oven, any of these activities we do, it can be, do I want to do a quick reach, bend, twist, and do something with only my back? No, he says. It's worth the time not to reach, but to take a knee or grab a stool. And rather than twisting, take a step and swivel your entire body. Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP at four twenty. We've got money news at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh, not a good start to the week. It was not. Concerns about COVID tensions in China and more Fed policymakers speak about rate hikes continuing. The Dow finished the day down 498 points. The S&P 500 index down 62. The Nasdaq down 177 points. Those are all 1.5% losses. Another crypto firm filed for bankruptcy today. Block Fi listed more than 100,000 creditors and liabilities of between $1 and $10 billion. BlockFi's largest client account had a balance of nearly $28 million. It is the fourth crypto firm to file for bankruptcy this fall. Gas should keep getting cheaper. Crude oil prices dropped to the lowest level in 11 months today, now under $74 a barrel. It was $124 a barrel in March. Amazon was not king on Black Friday. In fact, it slipped to fourth place. According to Internet data firm Captify, Walmart had the most online searches on Black Friday, funneled by Target and Kohl's. Jeff Clayball, WTOB News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save at Whole Foods Market. Prepared Foods hot 18-inch cheese pizzas are $10 each through November 29th. Just for Prime members while supplies last. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. A guilty plea in the racist mass shooting in Buffalo uh, this past May. We'll have the details ahead. 426. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, president and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater